Welcome to the Connection Chat Podcast, where we talk about all things mental health. We believe that connecting with others through honest conversation is our greatest tool in breaking down the stigma that is often associated with mental illness. Today, we're going to be having one of those conversations. Thank you for listening. Welcome to this episode of Connections Chat, everybody. This week, I have Darren Shang with us. Thanks for having me, Lauren. So funny story, you guys. Um, Darren doesn't know I'm about to say this, but whenever I worked in the call center, I reported to Darren and helped him with all the scheduling stuff, any like reschedules or if he was sick, anything like that. And whenever I transferred to the business development team, he gave me the best compliment ever. Do you remember what you told me? I don't. (laughs) He told me I have the work ethic of a single mom. like that is really the nicest compliment that you can give somebody like nobody works harder than a single mom well i miss you back in the call center so i do kind of regret doing that yes no so i'm really glad that we get to talk today it'll be a lot of fun so i'll give our listeners a brief introduction about you darren shang is a psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner he was born in dallas texas he has been with connections wellness group for two years working primarily with trauma focused groups in the php and iop setting He was awarded Practitioner of the Year in 2021, and his hobbies include volunteering at a hospice agency, traveling, and trying out new cuisines. So today we're going to be talking about TMS. And what is TMS, Darren? And Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm so excited. So sorry to cut you (laughs) off, but TMS is short for Transcranial Magnetic Stimulation. And essentially, it's a very strong magnet, and it gets beamed to a specific regions of your brain in order to fire up the neurons, um, restoring um, mood regulation and uh, proper executive functioning. So what's the process for TMS? Like, who is the best candidate for that, and what is the time and scheduling like? Definitely. The best candidate for TMS is those with treatment-resistant depression, those that have been on the mental health you know, journey for a very long time, have tried multiple meds, and just not getting the um, clinical efficacy that they're looking for. And uh, the... The referral process is actually quite smooth. Um, The provider, after seeing them um, and determining that they've tried multiple meds and um, that they want something like a non-med alternative, or actually with conjunction with medication regimen, they can uh, refer to TMS. So what are some of the results that people see after going through TMS. Results are amazing, Lauren. We have, you know, patients going from severe depression with PHQ-9 scores of 20 upwards to, you know, the 5 to 9 range, which is a mild range. Um, I've seen that, you know, for the past two years that I've worked at Connections, and um, those are the kind of results we see day in and day out. It's very exciting. And also... Um, you know, they'll go to TMS their first week and they'll come back to group and we already seen an affect change for them, you know, on day two or three. And so the results, you can actually see it on their face. And uh, um, the therapists I work with can confirm to you that. That's amazing that you can see results that quickly. And compared to taking medication, that can take 
such a long time and have bad side effects. So that's a really big deal. Absolutely. With the medications, oftentimes it takes four to six weeks to show its true result. Um, TMS is not here to take away medications. It's here to be worked in with the medication regimen, um, especially when you have patients who are having side effects or even patients who are, you know, older and are are already on a lot of medications and uh, also pregnant women um, who want to make sure that there's no harm done to the fetus, don't want any teratinergic effects from the medications. This is a great um, treatment option. And speaking of side effects, are there any after effects of TMS treatment? You know, Lauren, the only thing that I know symptom-wise people can get is a mild headache that lasts maybe an hour after treatment. Um, But this doesn't happen for everybody. In fact, it only happens in a small percentage of patients. Okay, that's great. And then you mentioned that the best candidate for this is somebody that's experiencing depression. But are there other diagnoses like anxiety, anything else where people can do this? So currently the FDA recommends TMS, only approves TMS for those with major depressive disorder without psychotic features. Um, However, we have seen symptoms such as anxiety, OCD, um, remarkably improve and people's sleep have actually remarkably improved Um, because when the TMS, when that max stem, when that, you know, magnetic current goes in, it's targeting very specific parts of your brain, things responsible for emotional regulation, sleep, mood, all of that gets, you know, gets a reset, so to speak. So we, we do see many aspects of a patient's mental well-being become optimized. Hmm. And does it tie in with any other life events like traumatic events or people that have had um, adverse things happen to them? Oh, absolutely. With the trauma um People's fight or flight are very elevated, and what the TMS does is helps bring it back into homeostasis. Mm. So with a lot of trauma patients, I love TMS for them because it helps them reset their brain back to where it was before the trauma occurred. I also love TMS for borderlines, you know, with borderline personality disorder. Um, they have a very difficult time regulating emotion and studies have shown that, you know, mood, mood regulation gets um, optimized for borderlines. That's really surprising because when doing research with borderline personality disorder, it seems like there really isn't a cure or there's only so many things that they can do to kind of maintain their emotional levels. So that sounds like a breakthrough. It's awesome. It's a life-changing, life-altering technology that I'm very passionate about. And um, the patients here um, do get benefited from that, from that technology. And I'm very honored to be able to witness the improvements. Absolutely. And are only adults able to do TMS or is this open to adolescents as well? So currently the FDA has it approved for it anyone 18 and up. Um, However, if we find that an adolescent um, doesn't respond well to a lot of medications, uh, say their gene testing comes back and they're, you know, it just doesn't show promising results for a lot of medications, um, they can go the self-pay option for sure. So that's always on the table. 
That's great. And is TMS relatively new? I feel like I haven't heard that much about it, especially before I started working at Connections. You know, TMS has been around for a while. However, it's it hasn't really picked up steam until, I want to say, five years ago, five, ten years ago. Um that being said, we we know we all know about ECT, electroconvulsive therapy. That's been around for ages. The issue with ECT is that you have side effects with it. You have, you know, memory loss occurring after the procedure. You have results plateauing after session five, especially with your borderline patients. And you also have to fast for hours before your procedure. And you know, none of that you find with TMS. So TMS is actually, I feel like, a more non-invasive, a much more streamlined procedure. And are insurance companies starting to cover this? Most insurance companies do cover this. If you have one or two failed med attempts, you're actually a qualified candidate for TMS. And... Uh, Every referral that I've sent has been approved by insurance, so they're they're liking this, and it's not a not an obstacle ridden process to get insurance to approve of it. You just need to have uh, one to two failed med attempts, depending on your insurance. Okay. And I would love to hear some of your experiences of seeing your patients their lives being changed by TMS. Are there any that stand out to you? Oh my God. Yeah. I had a patient who was in our PHP program for the second time. And, you know, she was only in her twenties and she's tried at least 15 different kind of antidepressants over the course of her lifetime, uh, severe trauma history starting at age five. And, you know, we've tried everything and she's, you know, puts in the work and therapy day in and day out. And um, finally, I said, you know, I think you're a good candidate for TMS, and I think it would be worth looking into. And uh, she started that process. And Lauren, I tell you, the first, it was day three, she had her TMS, and then she came to group therapy. Her affect was completely different. She was smiling. There was a light in her eyes, a bounce to her step, and I, I cannot make this up. And I'm so happy that I was able to see her the f second time she came to our program. And, um, you know, even her husband saw the difference and, you know, her life has changed. She can do things and has the energy to do things she could never do with, you know, that kind of trauma history. And I am so grateful that with the help of the TMS, it gave her life back. That's great. And, even for people listening, I'm sure that could give people some hope because they may have never heard of this treatment before and maybe medication hasn't worked for them or they've had bad side effects. So I'm sure this could really give a lot of people hope for a better life. If you're out there listening, um, I want you guys to give us a call. We have trained providers here that can help determine if TMS is a good option for you. And we'll be able to oversee your treatment process while you're in TMS. It's actually only a course of seven weeks long. Think about it. Seven week treatment to impact your entire life. I think, I think it's amazing. Yeah. And then... 
Is there an opportunity to do that treatment again if needed a few years later or anything like that? That's a great question, Lauren. Um, a lot of our patients don't need a second treatment, don't need a tune-up. However, say five years down the line, you go through a traumatic event or um, you go through a loss and you want a tune-up, you certainly can do a booster, we call it. And it it's a one to two week long treatment and it just fine tunes everything again. Um, but once again, a lot of our patients have not needed to do that. One seven course treatment is enough to help them maintain adequate moods. This podcast is brought to you by Connections Wellness Group. Be sure to follow us at Connections Wellness Group on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and TikTok for daily content relating to mental wellness. Are there other populations that can benefit from TMS? You know, Lauren, I actually know of a patient with high-functioning autism. He did TMS and, you know, his visual contact with people improved drastically on that. And so what we find is other symptoms get um, improved too. I've never seen or heard, you know, someone got TMS and, you know, there were other symptoms that came about. It was always, you know, the ability to maintain visual um, contact improving or, you know, they're able to focus better or they're able to sleep better. Um, so that's very exciting with this technology. You never know what other things can be improved as well by uh, firing up all the neurons again. We see PET scan images of uh, patients with depression and patients without depression. The ones with depression, barely anything is lit up. Only a small spark, part of the brain, only a small part of the brain is lit up. And uh, so what the TMS does is go in there and correct those anomalies and light everything up. Mm. So you mentioned right now it's mainly geared towards patients that have that diagnosis of MDD, um, depressive disorder. But do you think in the future that could expand to other diagnoses? Absolutely. There was a retroactive analysis done recently, and it showed that patients with significant drinking days they were able to reduce that by a lot, by you know, compared to the control group, um, by a lot. And so, I'm hoping that we'll have more studies geared towards showing TMS improving patients with depression, especially the ones who have a substance use disorder, um, especially the ones with alcohol disorder. We're hoping to have more studies and um, essentially get it approved for more uh, more diagnoses. That's fascinating because on several episodes of the podcast, I've been talking to different clinicians about addiction and how difficult that is and how often it coincides with depression or other mental health diagnoses. So that's a really big deal that it could be expanding to that element as well. It's so exciting. We have so much more studies to be done to have it approved for other diagnoses. Um, the studies that were initially done were geared more towards depression, and uh, um, that's why we see FDA only approving it for major depressive disorder without psychotic features. Um, but still, a lot of people are benefiting already, um, even with people with 
seasonal affective disorder. I've seen drastic improvements on that. So very exciting stuff. And uh, almost everyone can use some help with their mood. Yeah, absolutely. I know that I've learned so much talking to you and hopefully our listeners have learned a lot as well, because for this to be as effective as it is, I don't think a lot of people know about it and it is relatively new. So hopefully this could really um, inspire some change and hope for people. And with your work at Connections, with your patients outside of TMS, what are some things that you recommend or um, advise your patients to do? Oh, well, you know, sometimes I talk about other supplements over the counter that will benefit from them. One of my favorites is L-theanine. It's a amino acid derivative from green tea, actually, and it is great for anxiety. Yeah, I personally love green tea. Um, I've been talking about this with a lot of people recently. And well, I was going to ask you, do you see a direct link between anxiety and like increased caffeine for patients? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny you bring it up. The other day, a patient walked into my office with a um, like a liter of a monster. It was a monster energy drink bigger than her own head. And, oh, my uh, God. <laughs> she was telling me she was anxious. So I was like, you know, put that down, please. And let's chat. And so, yeah, definitely. Um, quite a few patients with anxiety actually, you know, take caffeine and it's too much. Uh, eat a cup is fine, but, you know, take it with, you know, common sense. Absolutely. And like in college, I loved coffee so much. So I'd be like really <laughs> mad if somebody told me to. So we're not telling you you can't drink caffeine, but like I personally, it was just giving me energy in the wrong ways. Like I was feeling so jittery and my mind was moving faster than my body basically, but it wasn't like helping me get more done. So then when I stopped drinking coffee and I did green tea instead, it seemed like it was more of like a gradual caffeine intake and I didn't feel as like overwhelmed when I was drinking coffee. I'm so glad you were aware of that and you were able to cut down before I was the one who oh would tell you to do that. Before so. I get diagnosed on the podcast right here live. Free, on the spot. Oh my gosh. Um, and then what are some other supplements or things that you recommend? Oh, you know what, Lauren? You know, since I get a lot of UNT students, um, some of them are taking their finals or, you know, doing their midterms. They're burnt out frequently. So I love uh, the herb ashwagandha. It's um, actually more popular in India. and But this herb pretty much tones your adrenals and replenishes them. And so it helps with long-term burnout, fatigue along those lines. So love the ashwagandha, the L-theanine. I'm laughing because I actually have this too, which is weird because oh. it's so random, but my mom got me those for Christmas. So I guess she's trying to tell me something that maybe I'm feeling burnt out or something, but I love them. I have them by like goalie or they're these like blue gummies by them. Mm. So do you have some with you? Maybe we can uh, have some right now. No, no, I don't. One other aspect is actually, this might seem very simplistic, but um, it's breathing, breathing exercises. Um, when we're happy, we breathe deep and slow. And when we're anxious and fearful, we have shallow and um, quick breaths. So if we actually change our breathing pattern, we're able to alter our mental state. So um, another thing I like to talk with my patients about is uh, breathing exercises in order to positively affect our mental state. 
Yeah, that's one of those things that can sound silly to people who maybe haven't experienced it or they're not in the mental health world, but that's something that anyone can do anywhere. And if they feel a panic attack coming on or feeling really anxious, like we were talking about, that can really make all the difference. And just for the viewers out there, you can inhale for seven, hold for seven, and exhale for seven, and then hold. And you can do, you know, seven cycles of that. Inhale slowly, hold it, and then let that excess tension um, exhale. Okay, and now you guys are going to listen to Darren and I sit in silence so we can practice that now. <laughs> Just kidding, that'd be boring. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> They're going to be like, wait, did it end? It's just, it's silence. <laughs> it's it's the meditation portion that will last in the next hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we would lose. The listeners would just plummet. Just the plummet. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, like always, Darren, it was so much fun talking to you today. Um, I really think that this could re- help a lot of people. And like I was saying, a lot of people may not know about this treatment and it could really change lives. Thanks so much for having me, Lauren, and giving me this opportunity to talk about TMS, one of the most life-changing technologies out there. And uh, viewers out there listening, give us a call, and we'll chat with you more further. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Connection Chat Podcast. Be sure to follow our podcast on your platform of choice to receive updates on our latest episodes. If this episode resonated with you, please share and start the conversation with your network or support system, and together, we continue to break through the stigma surrounding mental illness.